Hello, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Anxiety. I'm Heike. I'm Chessa. Happy November. I can't believe it's November. Can you? Uh, No, I can't, but I just love the way November feels though, I have to say. I know. It's like there's a smell about it. There's just like something in the air. I love it. And we hope that everyone had a safe, fun Halloween if you guys participated. Yeah. Hopefully you ate some good candy, watched some spooky movies, and are ready to head into the holidays. I'm so excited. But let's get into this episode and this week's best. What's yours this week's best? So I got lucky enough that um, I was gifted the Youth to the People Dream Eye Cream. And it was so crazy because Heike had talked about their um, dream glow dream mask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was in a wedding and one of the bridesmaids gift was the dream eye cream. And granted, you know, you go to a wedding, maybe you get a little drunk, you forget to take your makeup off, like whatever, time to recover. And this eye cream is amazing and I highly recommend it. It's an over the night eye cream and um, comes in a cute little glass bottle. I'm obsessed. I love it. Youth to the people. Thank you. This is such a great product. I can't wait to use it every night and I'm going to be sad when I run out. I'm just going to have to buy and order more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was so excited when you told me about your gift. And I was like, what? That is the best gift. And I use that eye cream every night. It's It's so so amazing. Lovely. And a little bit goes a long way. For sure. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm very excited for you. Because you might might, um, become a youth to the people addict like myself. I, I think that's definitely already happening. I love it. Love it. What is your this week's best for us? A face roller from Skin Gym. Ooh, that's what you were doing last night. Mm-hmm. It's the best facial tool I've ever used. I have many face rollers. This one is a little bit on the pricier side. It's about $70, but it's yes. like, it's metal. It's heavy duty. Like I could like fuck someone up if I needed to. Someone yeah, it looks like a weapon interrupting my self-care time this but it's amazing it i have really bad tmg tmj tmj yeah tmj i didn't know that yeah i like grind my teeth a lot Mm. when i'm sleeping or like when i'm like anxious i clench clench my jaw a lot and I've noticed this has like released all the pressure it's the best i do it every night and then i'll go over to jake and he likes when i Oh, do him. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, so sweet. I little, I, I'll roll his face for him, and it's the best. It's seriously so amazing. I took it to the wedding with me um, over the weekend, and I let the girls try it, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's amazing. And it's really great for when I'm having anxiety to just, like, uh, feel back into my body almost because I can, yeah. like, feel this and, like, focus on that. So I love and it. It's skin some, like, gym. points on your jaw. Mm-hmm. Nice. Roll it up. Yeah, it's the best. And I put it on my – I'll put it on my arm after a long day of computer work, and it's really great. So this is just full body, full body. You could just—I'm like laying in. It literally is like my little shadow. Like I have it with me in my bed. In your hand, me. yeah, it's amazing. amazing. Um, yeah, we are so excited about this episode and this topic and our guest because you know. We are girls that love self-care and we talk about anxiety and it just kind of goes along with what who we are and what we are. And um, Tessa, what are some ways before we get into the episode that you do for self-care? So I like a lot of alone time and silence, preferably. I am someone who just likes just to decompress in a very silent room. Um, And also just being with my fur babies, um, also taking a very long shower Mm. and just like getting into pajamas right after. 
And I have a couple of, you know, journals that I'll write in if I feel like that outlet. But honestly, when it comes to like my personal self-care, it's just really just sitting with myself. I love that. And I love how like everyone's self-care kind of looks different and is tailored to themselves. And like for me, like a Sunday, I love to wash my hair, do a face mask. I'll roll my face, but I'm always rolling my face and have clean sheets. So when I go into bed that night, I have freshly laundered, laundry, clean sheets. And that's like self-care for me, like on a Sunday to like get ready for the week ahead. I love that. And I, I mean, who doesn't love a fresh pair of sheets? Like there's nothing better, nothing better. And yeah, just having a clean environment. But like you said, like everyone's self-care truly does look entirely different. It feels different. And as long as like you're doing it, that's all that matters and whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I think so. And our guest today, we speak all about that. Laura was so kind to send us the link for her Okukun PDF for self-care. So you could find that in the show notes. And yeah, I think this episode will really resonate with you if you're trying to find some way to step back, put yourself first, and love yourself and give yourself some self-care love. Yeah, she really is like, you know, growing up those cartoons where you see like the little devil on your shoulder and the mm-hmm. little angel on your shoulder. Like she's the angel on your shoulder, always whispering like, Take care of yourself. Yeah. Self-care. Just do it. It's okay. Like that is absolutely her. Like this self-care little fairy Laura is. Yeah, I love that. So please enjoy the episode. Subscribe, rate, review. It helps us out so much. If this episode or any other episode resonates with you or you think will help a friend, please send it their way. Follow us on Instagram at girls w anxiety podcast and we'll talk to you later. Laura Bate is the creator of O Cocoon and is lovingly known as a self-care queen in her community. She is passionate about helping women feel their best. After burning out from doing hashtag all the things and feeling deeply lost, Laura realized she was chasing dreams that weren't authentically aligned to herself. And with many ups and downs and tears later, she committed to doing the inner work and showing up vulnerably alongside her community. Hi, Laura. Welcome to GWA. We are so excited to have you here since we love and live for all things involving self-care and live with anxiety. So happy to have you on. Would love to hear about yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I think that self-care and anxiety are two things that just go so well hand in hand and one can really, you know, help the other. So I'm so excited to get into all of those things. Um, But I guess as you, to to answer your question a little bit about me, um, I really like so felt so connected to your brand because I've been living with anxiety for, you know, I feel like my entire life, like it was just kind of this general thing that I lived with without even knowing what anxiety was. It was just like, oh, you don't think that way, but I have like all of these questions going on in my brain. And um, I think it's just something that, you know, more and more people are becoming comfortable speaking up about. And so it's no longer a stigma. And I'm really, you know, happy to see that there are girls like you, girls like me who are doing this kind of work because, that's that's how we can really break all of these, you know, stigmas around mental health is really by talking about it. And I think at the end of the day, all anxious people want is to have somebody to like listen to them and make sure that they feel seen and heard. And mm-hmm. so that I feel like that's kind of become my mission in life is just like whenever I have a conversation with somebody, I want to go deep into it and not just like, hey, how are you? Like, great, you know, not just like mm-hmm. surface level stuff. I really love going deep into it. And, um, and so I'm excited to, you know, just chat with you girls as well to, to see how, how we can develop this further. Yes. I was reading on your site that you are, you've become known as the self-care queen. I would just like love to dive into that and just to know the background of that. 
Absolutely. I, so I, I'm like such a, an advocate for self-care. I think that it's important. Like, I feel like when people think self-care, they think Laura <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I love that association. Um, you know, I went through, I would say maybe a more traditional route of working the nine to five. You know, I did all the things that I thought I had to do and was supposed to do to make, you know, everyone around me, parents included proud, uh, you know, get the mm -hmm. degree, go to university, get a job in like the old port of Montreal, which is like such a cool space, um, working in marketing, you know, I thought I had it all. And I thought that it was really what I wanted. Um, but that kind of, that obviously didn't work out for me. <laughs> uh, you know, being a, a very highly sensitive person, which I think a lot of anxious people are, and I feel like you girls are nodding. So I'm like, yep, we're all yep. on that same page. <laughs> Um, and from there wanting to really expand and do my own thing. So going into the, the social media realm, which as you know, is probably the most anxiety inducing thing that you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like this never ending comparison game, never ending. It's like literally 24 seven and there was no time for me to shut off, um, and that really led to going down a rabbit hole of severe burnout. And, and from there, you know, unfortunately, I guess, or fortunately, because I really took myself into my own hands, my own health, things, you know, health-wise were not going well. And um, a lot of people around me were kind of doing the same, going that same route. You know, I had met a community of women who were also on the social media online space. And it was like just this recurring theme all the time of like working so hard and trying to put ourselves out there. So from there, I kind of was like, nope, this is enough. Like I'm going to take time off, need to really look inward um, and to cocoon and just like come out of this a lot more, a lot stronger, a lot more transformed. And from there, I become this kind of voice of telling my friends like, girl, it's okay. Like put your phone down, like take a day off, like take a nap, go, go for brunch. You know, the work and the to-do list is going to be there when you come back. And that's kind of how I've become, I guess, known as the self-care queen, because I'm always the first one to be like, Hey, it's okay. If you didn't get back to me within like 30 minutes, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have to feel bad for taking a social media break. All of these things that we're so, I feel like we don't even feel like we're allowing ourselves to take that time. And it's like everyone else's agenda comes first. Mm -hmm. But in the end, like I want to be there to say, no girls, like you have to put you first. And that's when you can really show up as a better person for everyone else. So yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of the story around my self-care queen title. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I mean, I think we can all experience some sort of burnout. I know that Tess and I, starting with the relaunch of GWA, we both didn't really have jobs. We were working part-time. And then once the relaunch happened, we both picked up a second job and hit the ground running and picked up having an episode every week. So we're kind of ex in the middle. I wouldn't say like a full burnout, but we're just trying to juggle all these tasks that we have committed to. So this is just like a perfect conversation for us to have. And I think a lot of us, again, experience burnout, especially from all from working from home now since the pandemic. We just don't know when to shut off. And that is something so hard that I think I'm trying to navigate. And it's hard to find the balance too, right? So like, yeah, of course you want to do something that you love. And if you are doing something that you love, you still need to find a balance. So mm -hmm. I would love to know, like Laura, when you were explaining how like you've become this like self-care queen and you are telling all these girls like, hey, it's okay to just chill, take a nap, take a bath. Um you know, was there someone for you who was telling you that? Or did you have the voice inside your head? Like, how did how did you establish this, like, voice to be for someone else? Like, who was that voice for you? Was it you or is it someone else? Um, I think it was my own thoughts that kind of were like, no, you need to do this. Like, honestly, a lot of the content that I put out there is, like, notes for myself <laughs> in the sense that if I'm having a really tough day, it's like, what is it that I would want to be knowing 
right now? Like what resources do I really want? And I'll go and do that research myself. And then um, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are needing these resources and tips. And and if I have like this really great self-care playlist, you know, that's what I'm going to share with my community. Or if I'm having these, okay, look like this really great, um, you know, adaptogen is made to calm your nervous system. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to share. So it really, I would say comes from my own need and that's what keeps me going because anxiety is this beast, right? It's not just like it goes away overnight. It, it kind of just like shows up every once in a while. And when it does, I'm like, actually, I really want to go back and have my tools. And okay, so what are they? So I have just kind of like this list of amazing resources and and journaling prompts and things that I can get myself out of that funk and getting myself out of that, uh, yeah, just that icky mood and like wanting to have that separation. So a lot of the times it's like, kind of like you were saying, um, is having that balance. And that's really like having those things prepared in advance so that you're not just like stuck in it for longer than you need to be. So just going out for a break and things like that are great ways to be um, creating that balance in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like almost like you have to set a timer or something on your phone or, you know, have that group text with your girls of like, okay, who took their like self-care break today? Because, mm-hmm. you know, sit down, put work away, take 10 minutes. Like it, it's very interesting that you know, even from working from home, I've heard that uh, a few of my friends have had jobs, right, that they worked from home for the past year and a half. And now there's like, you know, tutorials or meetings about how it you have to work from home. Like there's like a structure of working from home. And I, I've never been on one of those, but I'm just curious, like, what one of those would look like? Because, you know, do you really reinforce your employees to like take a lunch, take a walk outside, like the normal healthy things? Like what does that look like? Yeah, of course. Well, so I work um, alone. I don't have a team currently, although that is the dream, but I do kind of envision it as being very flexible. I think that is the future of work, honestly. Like we're all – burnt out, anxious millennials. I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, the more that we talk about these things, the more everyone's just like, oh yeah, me too. And there's so many memes about it. So it's like, you really know you're not alone. But I think that enforcing, yeah, like specific break times, um, really knowing, like being able to have lunch breaks and being able to get outside or just like a change of scenery, really going to like go into your bedroom instead of working, you know, having a designated workspace and a designated rest space Mm -hmm. is super important. So you can really change the energy. And and if you can, then I would maybe suggest having some sort of sage going on or like a candle, a diffuser, just to like really clear the energy and um, leave the room for a little bit (laughs) so that you can come back with like a new perspective, go do a couple like down dogs or sun salutations, you know, get that like creative juices flowing. Cause often we're like, just like sitting down all day long. And that's definitely a part of the problem because, you know, anxiety comes from this energy that's stagnant, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to get it out there. You need to flow. You need to move. You need to like put some music on and just breathe it out. Like be able to come back and just feel like a different person, you know, and, and really see yourself, I guess I would say separate from your anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. Like you are not your thoughts. You are not there to be, you have to be like the observer of your thoughts and really understanding that you can overcome this and you can be a different person without needing to like have your anxiety define you in a way. So I think that's a, I maybe like straight a little bit from (laughs) the question, but No, it's perfect. And I know that I'm definitely guilty since I do work from home that I don't necessarily take a proper lunch break. I'll eat at my desk and work at the same time and say that I'm taking a lunch break. And I was offered a 30-minute or a 60-minute lunch break. And I was like, I don't know what I would do with all that time. So I will just take a 30-minute lunch break. But again, I'm still not taking that proper lunch break. And I see it now really starting to like wear on me because I'm just so spent after the eight hour day of staring at my computer that I'm just like, 
I don't have any creative juices left to produce another email. I need to step away and come back. And then the next day I feel refreshed. But, you know, taking those little increments of time, I think throughout the day is just as helpful and benefit as completely stepping away and having like a full night's sleep. You just got to really take care of yourself. And it's something that like, it's so easy to talk about, but so difficult to do at the same time. Hmm. I I think maybe you need to, I think it's like a perspective shift in a way too. It's like, how am I, how can I show up to this email? How can I show up to this like Zoom call? How can I show up to this in the best way possible? And always really reflecting on how you're the most important person in the whole situation. So if you're going to be, you know, after lunch, you didn't have time to even like have a glass of water, have a coffee, go to the bathroom, just like, you know, even combing your hair makes you feel so much better, then then you're not going to be that great person showing up at, at, for the rest of your workday. So really, I think it's prioritizing yourself is it's what might work for you and just reminding yourself constantly that you're your most important client. Like you mm-hmm. are the number one important thing. If you don't put yourself first, then everybody's just going to get like the the rest of you and like not the best of you. I know that's like a cheesy saying, but, but it's, it's so, so true. true. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I think, you know, Heike and I come from these work backgrounds where we just were the yes girls. We worked so hard. We were so committed, so loyal that we always did feel just because of the yes girl momentum, like, we, we kind of did get overlooked and not, you know, a pat on the back here and there for how much work we're doing, the good work we're doing. So we're, we're just like on the straight and narrow where it's like if these ideas you're saying of like lighting a candle, having a diffuser, um, you know, getting up and brushing your hair, like working at home definitely has the advantages, right? Like you can step away and do these things or like have a candle burning while you're working. No one knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking for my workplace. So I live in Hawaii and I recently have a new job and the environment's very stale. So I'm like, I wonder if I could like bring in a little diffuser, like play some music. Why isn't there background music in here? Like, it's just weird to me. Like, wh- how can I like lively it up a little bit, you know? Because mm-hmm. then you are just a little bit more energetically like, you know, let's, let's get some shit done. Like, let's get to work, everybody. Let's get to work, team. Right? Yeah. Is- I re- it's so weird. And, like, I remember at my last office when I worked at an office, you would come in and it was super quiet. And I work in fashion and it was just, like, eerie. I'm like, why is it so quiet? Everyone had their own headphones in, obviously listening to music or their podcast or whatever. But it's just, like, why can't there be some, like, light, background music like you were saying Tessa because it just felt very stale and just like I not like not inspiring at all for a creative place you You know not team oriented no it's like very you're on your own Mm -hmm. Get get your put your head down and get your work done kind of environment which I guess then Laura's your reason for saying that we are responsible for our own well-being. <laughs> exactly. Like we're supposed to be the ones who take care of ourselves because clearly anyone else isn't they're taking care of them for themselves. Exactly. And I would love to he- hear what your definition, Laura, of self-care is for you because I feel like self-care is such a broad term and it can mean so many things to so many people. Yeah. And I love that question because a lot of times self-care, it's thrown around a lot. You know, a lot of people just think of it as putting on a face mask or just like, okay, I'm going to take a bath, but I'm going to scroll Instagram the entire time. Right. And that's like what I'm, I'm here to say, like, stop doing that, please. (laughs) Honestly, self-care for me is really taking inventory of what makes you feel good. What makes you energized? What makes you excited? What makes you your best self? And really taking care of that. So it's understanding how you're you're showing up in the world 
in the best way possible and prioritizing yourself, like really filling up your cup. Like these quotes don't exist for a reason, right? Because you're here, you're your battery. Like you need to charge yourself. You need to rest. You need to do these things. And and unless we can create this as like a community, we're all going to be suffering in a way because tired people are angry, you know, tired people are not showing up in the best way. There's more hate and things like that. So if you're able to really be just a shining light, then that is going to spread and affect other people. Like you're going to really, it's going to have this ripple effect where you can be, you know, someone else is going to be like, damn, that girl looks like she's really got it going on, you know? And like, truly not just what it looks like on social media, but like, I I feel that way sometimes where I can go into a room and people are drawn to me because I'm like showing up as someone who's there to be of service or to like really listen, as I said before, to make you feel seen in her because I've already taken care of my own needs. You know, I don't need to um, sit there and complain about life like a lot of people do. It's It's more about creating like these healthy interactions with people. And I think that, so yeah, self-care is really understanding on an energetic basis, what's making you feel good. And like you said, Tessa, like having an environment with music or having a candle burning, like those are all fun things, but it, it really comes down to what makes you feel good in the end. Um, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's definitely important. Like you need to have a a, a nice environment to feel your best self as well. I feel like even when it comes to working. So I love that. I think that's great. Um, yeah. I'm reflecting on, you know, what I'm going to start doing to take a little bit more time for like the self care and to be able to show up and like have that glow and, you know, and it, I love what you said, Laura. It's just like you showing up for yourself, honestly, Mm -hmm. like no one else, just, just you. Just you. Yeah, exactly. Like literally at the end of the day, you are going to bed with you, right? And we we like oftentimes pour so much energy into our husbands, girlfriends, like our our other relationships or parents trying to be the best daughter or the best, you know, um, the best uh, sibling. But honestly, most people put themselves at the bottom of the list. And that's kind of like what I'm trying to share and trying to advocate for is when we put ourselves at the top of the list, all of the other relationships really do come out stronger. Um, So yeah, I think it's just, that's why I'm, I'm on here like on podcasts. That's why I show up like creating content I have on the blog, um, creating all kinds of this uh, work because it's just something I'm so passionate about. And it really has transformed the way that I show up in my life and, and it's definitely calmed my anxiety a lot down. <laughs> Do you think that it's easier with age to be able to receive this information, you know? So I'm in my early thirties and I definitely have, you know, shifted my perspective of the role that I am in my family, you know, but like six, seven years ago, like I don't think I would have been able to comprehend what you were saying because I was always this person in my family to show up for them, my siblings, my parents, and then everything else came last. So can you relate with like the age range of like, it's a little bit easier when you get older and a little bit wiser of like, no, it's okay to say no to my parents, to my family. I'm going to take care of me. Versus yes. younger, right? A hundred percent. I mean, this is just really growth that you are seeing in front of you, truly, because the person I was 10 years ago is a hundred percent not the person I am today. And it really took a lot of looking inward, a lot of reflection, a lot of cocooning, as I like to say, and just time with myself to even be okay with myself. And I think a lot of the times we're trying to be people that we're not, especially when we're younger, right? We're trying to be like, it's cool to party or it's cool to go out and be this extroverted person. But like in reality, I'm super introverted Mm -hmm. most of the time. You know, I have like, I'm kind of maybe 60, 40, but mostly introverted. And I'll pick staying at home with like my cat in a robe like any day. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 
<laughs> but then like, you know, as you're younger, there's that like ang- anxious voice of like, you're going to miss out and you you have to do these things. You have to please your family. You have to please your friends. And um, it definitely is something I would say that comes with age. I'm in my early thirties as well. And I think that like decade, you know, being that, that shift is something that makes you reflect an insane amount of like, where am I going with my life? So I would definitely say it's only been a few years that I can, can confidently say that I've been, you know, really taking care of myself. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, you know, I love being by myself. I have no problem, but I definitely know that there's some out there that struggle really with alone time with themselves. Like they don't like it, you know? So I can't imagine how difficult that is to be able to balance like your work, relationships, your social life when you just don't want to be alone. Like I I think I like being alone a little too much, (laughs) Same, (laughs) you know, but it makes me feel really good. And I think that ever since like meeting people like you, Laura, like has, has been so enlightening and empowering to say like, you don't have to feel bad when you choose to not go out to that party or go out to that dinner with, you know, even if it's just five people, like if I'm not up for it, like I want to continue to honor myself. Like, do you have any tips like for those times where you're, where you do struggle on the borderline of like, should I be alone or is it okay to go out and like be an extrovert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it, it really comes down to knowing yourself. And I mean, every day is going to be different. Some days you'll have the energy for it and other days you won't. It's not like a black and white thing of like, I enjoy parties, right? Or I enjoy being alone. It's really a question of just checking in with yourself. And I think that we don't give ourselves enough grace to just say, actually, I'm not feeling it today, like period, without needing to make an excuse. Because oftentimes people are, they'll just say anything like, you know, something came up like with my grandmother or some sort of lame reason. And it just doesn't put the other person, doesn't make the other person feel good. So I like to have a technique that's, um, I I read this in a book actually, and it says, instead of like just saying no, just be like, actually tonight I'm wanting to really prioritize focusing on, you know, launching a product for my business, for example. So it's not like I'm saying no to you, but like, this is because I have something so much more, like not more important, but something else that, you know, I'm working towards on my goals. And so the other person doesn't feel like they've just been shunned or like, oh, I'm not good enough to be with, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's like, this is actually what I am really working towards. And the book that I got it from, actually, I've been wanting to mention it since before. It's called Breaking the Good Girl Myth. Oh, I read that. You did? It's so good. I think you would really love it. It's all about, like you were saying before, like being a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And um, so it takes down like the myths of like being the good girl and being the perfectionist and being the one who's always there to say yes. And it's just like giving you so many, so much information. She has like free meditations online too. Honestly, I think it's a, it's like a number one. Mm -hmm. I should be a bestseller in my opinion. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's It was great. I think I shared it or I told you about it, Tessa, maybe when I was reading it over the summer and I have. Oh, I think you might. I have like a full journal of just like everything that I've written down. It was seriously, it was kind of almost life changing when I read it because I finally decided to put myself first and I was okay. I wasn't going to make up the excuses as to why I wanted to just chill on a Saturday or a Sunday in my pajamas on the couch and watch a movie all day. Like that's like, I didn't need to feel guilty about that anymore. Um, But yeah, just choosing yourself is so important, but yet again, so hard to do. I I know what you mean. It is. um, It's something that we're not used to, but that's why I think we need to normalize it. We need to just be like, and then my friend's understand and they just know that, you know, we all have different energy levels. We all have different, you know, wants and desires and time is precious and we're all here trying to make the most of it. But I think that we need to embrace a little bit more of like the joy of missing out. And like, actually, I don't need to, you know, show up to this 
family event that's like not going to serve me <laughs> kind of thing and just be able to say no. And and then it just gets easier with time. Honestly, once you've set those boundaries, generally people are like, they kind of get the message. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a question of of setting the boundaries first and then and not having to feel like you have to sacrifice everything. That was also one of the myths in the book is like oh. how women were always sacrificing everything, especially as moms. Like I'm not a mom, so I'm not even going to like venture knowing what it's like, but, uh, and I I don't want to speak for any mothers out there, but it's like, of course, we're always sacrificing our own interests and for someone else. But at the end of the day, like you're not doing anybody any favors. No. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I got to read this book. I got it on the same page as you guys, because I mean, I can go on and on about the feeling of sacrificing and then you build resentment and then you feel like you're not good enough and no one really realizes what you've been doing and yada, yada, yada. But then what I keep coming back to, Laura, is everything you're saying is like, you just got to take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to feel like that. Yeah, exactly. It's really all about choosing you and knowing what's serving you and what's best of you, best for you is going to be best for others. I mean, of course, there are different situations uh, to apply yeah. this to, but in, in general, it's going to be a lot better if you are taking yourself first as a priority and decisions just kind of are easier in the sense. And I feel like once you have those set things of like, this is on my to-do list, like uh, these are the things that I'm, I say yes to, and these are the things I say no to, I feel like that's really great for anxiety too. Because then when you're like asked to do something, you're not like, oh, should I say yes? Should I say no? What do I do? How are they going to take it? You're just kind of like, does this fall into my yes category? Then yeah, go for it. And like, if it doesn't, then just politely say no and and move on. And you don't have to like keep replaying it in your head because that's where like the anxiety will creep mm-hmm. in is they're like, I feel bad. What are they going to think? Is it going to be, you know, are they going to hate me? And um, I think if you just have those kind of like two things separate, it's a lot easier to be able to say yes or no in, in, a, in a given situation. I love that. Yeah, I love that a lot. Um, I know that we've been talking about self-care this whole entire time, but self-care comes in many different forms. What are some of your favorite ways to take care of yourself and your mental wellness? Uh, One of my non-negotiables is getting sleep. If I don't get enough sleep, I am not even the same person. So just knowing that it's not something that I compromise on, like if I'm tired, I'm out, I'm going to go. And you know, being able to nourish my body in a way that makes me feel good as well, I think is super important because a lot of times we're just like, you know, running around being busy all the time and we don't have, we're not taking care of what we're putting into our bodies, but really like there are so many foods out there that can um, trigger anxieties, Mm -hmm. which I've been reading up a lot about recently. Uh, So, you know, everything's happening in your gut. And, uh, and that's like one of the number one places to start in, in taming your like anxiety and really taking care of yourself. But um, besides that, I really do love just being with, you know, my, my boyfriend, being with my cat, being with the people that I love and, um, and doing things that I enjoy. You know, I think that so often we're like, we feel like we have to adult all the time and we have to like, you know, we're always, we always have to be working, but actually like, I don't want to be that type of person. And I choose to take time off during the week. And I choose to, you know, go see, um, some other friends who are freelancers and have more of a flexible schedule. And I think that's really important to have those kind of like that balance in your life as well. Um, so all of that, I mean, besides just like, you know, lighting a candle and all of that stuff, like going to the spa, those are like the more typical answers, but there's so much more beyond that, that you can really consider as self-care as long as it makes you feel good. Yeah. There's almost like no rules, right? Like you get to make up your own rules and your own little itinerary of like whatever day it is of what's going to make you feel good. There's no mm-hmm. right or wrong answer. Like, but for you, I relate. It's sleep for me. <laughs> Hands down. I'm a different person when I get plenty of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that when I am running on no sleep, my anxiety levels go so high and I just really can't function as a person. Like I'm I'm just like 
All right. Well, here I am, half of a person. I'm sorry that, especially when it comes to work, like, I'm sorry. Like, this is all I can give you right now. Like, I didn't take care of myself. I didn't get the great greatest sleep. And sometimes you can't help that you didn't get the greatest sleep, you know, because anxiety or whatever is running through your head. But yeah, mm-hmm. I really love that. I think what Tessa was saying too, I can relate to because you can tailor self-care and self-wellness to whatever day you're having. And I think a big one for me is therapy has been such a great self-care tool that I've given myself. And that that is something that I finally was able to sit down and be like, okay, no, I need to do this for for me. And that's how I started to put myself first. And then everything kind of just like slowly fell into place. I mean, it's still like a work in progress. And I love skincare. And I know that's like a very cliche, like, oh, self-care, skincare. But I totally nerd out on it. And it calms me down. It's something that I can just really dive into and kind of get lost in. And But I know that when I'm doing it at nighttime, I'm sometimes rushing through it. And I'm like, wait, no, no, no. This time is for me. Like, slow down. Like, you don't need to finish it in two minutes. Like, remember, this is you putting yourself first and taking the time for you. So, yeah. That's yeah, you see, and it looks different for all three of us. And there's, mm-hmm. like you said, there's no right or wrong answer as long as you are enjoying it. And and I love that. I think slowing down is also a major component to it. And instead of like doing like, you know, 15 tasks at once, just really concentrating on one is amazing because, you know, you'll be able to focus. You won't feel that anxiety. Like, you know, you won't, you'll be able to manage it a lot better. So I think that's also a great tip there. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Slow down. And so what are in your, um, your cocoon care packages and what inspired you to make them and share them with your community? Tell us more about that. Yeah. Yes. So I have a freebie called the Cocooning Care Package that I am so excited to have sent to you girls. Um, Really, it's got empowering affirmations. It has journaling prompts and self-care ideas. So the way that I kind of conceived it was, as I mentioned before, like when you're having kind of a meltdown, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're like, oh my God, I have too many tabs open. And you're like, you don't even know where to begin to like take care of yourself. And you're just in a rut. Um, This was really designed for you to go. It's a PDF. So really you can go and save it on your computer and then just like open it up and be like, okay, breathe. And now you have like 10 different affirmations, 10 journaling prompts or 10 like original self-care ideas to really help you feeling better, get back on track and kind of like let that stress melt away. Because I think like the fact once you're in the anxiety is when you're like, oh my God, what do I do? And you're kind of like spiraling down. So it was designed like for me and for my community and for anybody who's listening that would like to download it. Um, You can really have this kind of like really and it's like really cute like I I designed it myself (laughs) it's like really (laughs) it's like pink and soft blue like very calming um and uh and just really like you can open it up and be like okay I can just like feel better within like a few minutes to to whatever take you know as much time as you need yeah you could really tailor it to yourself again like how you're feeling that day you're like okay this is what i need to fill this cup so yeah again thank you so much for sending it to us i yeah. know that Tess and i will be using it often um love that so much because you're taking care of yourself and you tailored it to yourself but you're also able to help your community which i think is really special and beautiful thank you the best part too you know is that you are able to deliver this message in a way that it's it's really re- easy to receive because you're not trying to get like too extraordinary with the things right like you are your sim- your message is simply like just put yourself first like i love how you're just like hey girl like take that nap like you're good <laughs> relax so this this self care you know these prompts these journaling questions like 
it's almost like you are giving them the structure, the outline to then be their own like self-care boss to allow them to give them the permission themselves to say it's okay. Like, you know, pick a time throughout the day where you want to journal. Like, again, whatever rules you want to set in your own day, if you like morning, do it in the morning. If you like the afternoon, do it in the afternoon. Like, you, you give it as a presentation of like, here's your silver platter. Do what you will. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to break any rules for yourself. You're not going to disappoint anyone. Just take it and see what unravels almost, right? Like, I think it's really fascinating. It's so inspiring. And I just love that you were able to share that with us and everyone else. Like, I think our listeners are really going to have a huge takeaway of like mind blown of like, wow, it's, it's easy, but like not easy. Am I making sense? No, for sure. Cause it's like putting yourself first is not the easiest thing, but once you get in to the rhythm of it, I feel like it can be something that is very easy, especially for people that like Tessa and I are yes people, but we mm-hmm. can be yes people for ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like right. that. Right. Yes for yourself. Yes for yourself. <laughs> and Laura, I love what you wrote. Just as a caterpillar must cocoon to become a, bu- a beautiful butterfly, our mission is to empower you to reach your highest potential. And I think that is something that like, I hope you like, have a bumper sticker for that because I think it needs to be shared everywhere. I mean, maybe I'll create some stickers in the future. Who knows? But they'd be so cute. I know. I need that on my mirror to like, just remind myself daily. Yeah. And it takes time. I think like, that's another thing with maybe social media is that we are given this illusion that everybody's like making, you know, 10K months and everybody mm-hmm. is, you know, becoming their best self like overnight. And it's just like effortless, but really there's so much personal growth. There's so much work to be done. And truly like the way to, that that can really happen is when you create that space for yourself, when you like sit down you're in your, in your time for yourself in your cocoon is when you're going to emerge a different person and become, you know, that boss babe that you want to be or whatever, like insert, you know, goal here, right? Yeah. Like whatever it is that you want to be become. Um, and I, and I love that. And like you girls said before, like it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. And I think that we're here to like advocate for ourselves. And, but also I think as a community, it can help to know that we're a bunch of different people kind of like showing up and saying yes to ourselves and wanting to be um, the best versions of ourselves, like kind of like reminding ourselves that. And um, so that's why I created like this community and it's the called the hashtag cocooning collective where it's like all these women like being like, actually I'm showing up for myself today. So you show up for yourself today. And that's like where the reminders and that's how we can really create collective changes um, and, and showing up and being able to help you know, that's when I feel like we can start taking care of the planet. That's when we can start taking care of our families. And that's when we can become uh, better versions of ourselves. So, so yeah, it all starts with just like that beginning, you know, the beginning, the cocoon, the the time for yourself, the making space, the choosing you. It's all, that's really like what the message is around. So, yeah. I love that. And it just, you know, will ripple effect into greater causes and, more of us saying yes to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. And I'm so excited again for our listeners to hear this conversation because I think it's something again that needs to be heard and talked about more and more. So we feel more comfortable with saying yes to ourselves and um, would love to ask you one last question. We always ask our guests this at the end of our interview what would you tell your younger self? Yes, I love this question. I honestly would say to not stay in a situation that is no longer serving myself. I think I did that way too much being a people pleaser myself. Um, Just taking yourself out of the situation, like whether it's a friendship, relationship, job, like school even, and just knowing that this was no longer serving me. I think like the burnout came from saying yes to too many things that were not 
really lighting me up and exciting me. And I think that's, you know, that goes for a lot of people, actually. It's so, because once we say yes, I mean, we can be busy, but if it's things that are like super exciting for us, then that's going to be amazing. Um, so I think it would just be, yeah, don't stay in a situation longer than uh, th- in a situation that is no longer serving you is, would be my advice to my younger self. Which is very important because Tess and I, again, can relate to that situation as well. Um, But where can our listeners follow you, find you, find your PDF? We'll add all of your handles and links into our show notes, but please share. Yes, thank you. Um, So on Instagram, I am at oh.cocoon. So oh.cocoon is the name of my page. Um, You can find me at oh.cocoon.com where I have a lot of like blogs, blog posts up there, resources and join the community. You know, feel free to download the freebie on there as well, the cocooning care package. And, you know, I'd love for you to come in and say hi like all social media is all about connecting. So I'm happy to connect with you. That's how we, you know, we found each other and, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm very excited. Thank you so much for having me on here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all things self-care. I think it's great. Again, we need to have this conversation. Beautiful cocoon and the fact that Mm -hmm. you can share it and invite us in to create our own cocoons. It's um, something, it's a beautiful way to put it. And Mm -hmm. I love everything that you're doing, everything that you're sharing. And, um, it's like your yes, self-care boss, babe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you so much. In addition to the queen, Laura, self-care queen, self-care boss, babe, all the things, all of the, all the things, (laughs) all the things. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.